Okay. You ready? I am ready. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> don't do <laughs> Yo, we're back to for another motherfucking review show, yo. Oh god, I can't wait to this shit is over. <laughs> Welcome to We, we Gotta, Gotta Have it. it, the show where two womanist race nerds review the fuck out of the Netflix series She's Gotta Have It. My name is Queen. My name is Jay. Every week we'll, we'll be reviewing Every week we'll be reviewing two episodes of She's Gotta Have It. Please be prepared for motherfucking spoilers. Yeah, We're going to spoil the two episodes that we are discussing in any episodes prior. Um, if you are still catching up on the series, we're not going to spoil any of the ones that we haven't yet discussed or reviewed. So you still have a little bit of time. And what is this? We're doing episodes seven, seven and eight. eight. So this is our next to last review episode. Is it? <laughs> it's almost over we oh. see the light at the end of the tunnel that's right so we are reviewing today we're reviewing episodes seven and eight yes. number seven is how to make love to a negro without getting tired and number eight is love don't pay the rent and <laughs> parentheses if you don't know me by now mm-hmm. all right are you ready to review episode seven? Let's get to it. Let's get into it. So this opens with Greer at a bar, I guess. Have we opened one with Jamie yet? Don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, this one opens with Greer. I enjoy Greer because he's ridiculous. He's very ridiculous. Yeah. It brings some levity some levity to yeah. it. Yeah. Even even when sometimes I'm supposed to be light on this series, they're not always like light and they're fun. Like, they sometimes don't really they not, weird. They don't do comedy and fun too right, well, like right. we said in the last. Yeah, um, but I am did. enjoying um Greer's ridiculous character. I am also. So we open with Greer at a bar in Brooklyn talking about how hard it is to be attractive and how he met Nola. It is hard. I feel him on that. What, being attractive? Yeah. My God. All right. I hear it's challenging. Okay. She wasn't interested in him when they first met, and he liked that. That's usually what the good-looking men say. True. They became fuck buddies. They don't hang out, and she has her rules, according to Greer. What I find funny about this rules shit, though, when it comes to Say it. him, is that she wants to meet, back to Jamie, and wanting to meet his friends and shit Period. like that. She has all of these rules for her, but mm-hmm. doesn't respect anyone else's, right. doesn't like, she. Oh, she's annoying. Yeah, and then I wonder, I wonder what it is about Greer that makes it that she doesn't want to... Like, he seems to be the only one who, after they have sex, she's like, okay, see you later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know if that's to bring him back down to earth, but, like, Jamie, it's like she wants some sort of relationship with based on her limits. Uh-huh. Greer, she wants to have sex with, period, mm-hmm. it seems like. And then Mars, they have fun and they have sex. I think it's it's probably a um, safety thing mm-hmm. um, as far as her keeping her distance. Right. Because he's, like, he is good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, he is charming. He has the typical fuckboy thing going on. Mm-hmm. So you are a lot, oh, I would be a lot more alert and a lot more true, aware of true. that shit. Okay. All right. I was curious about mm-hmm. that. In this monologue, he talks about how he saw Nola in her world at the art show. Mm-hmm. So he's seen her now in her element and now he sees her for more than just her body. And he wants to be with her now. Um, how you want that happened? Yeah, that yeah is some that actually is like a real life thing and i I think that that's a part of um 
why men are such trash yep. is because even when you are just fuck buddies with somebody, you're still a whole ass bitch. Yeah. You're still a whole ass person mm-hmm. with thoughts and feelings. There were times in my life when I was enjoying having multiple sex partners safely. And I'm I'm just personally, just me, even when it comes to friends and homegirls, I don't like small talk. It really bothers me. Yeah. So regardless to whether you're my boyfriend, you're my fuck buddy, whatever it is, if I can't have a conversation with you, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you in my bed. Yep. I can't, I can't do it. So it's I always find it interesting when um, men or people take this position of compartmentalizing, I guess, people mm-hmm. in these I ways. That. I do that. But honestly, when it comes to that with me and men, because mm-hmm. I, I kind of had that realization recently right. with a man. Even if you are being a full person, because mm-hmm. I'm always a full person, who, or at least I feel like I'm always a full person, mm-hmm. if they've already decided, decided that you're just that, right. she, like she's probably always been this full person, mm-hmm. but because he's whatever doing whatever he's doing or think whatever he's thinking that he didn't take all of her in mm-hmm. um so it's like it's just it's just gross i do agree though that it's gross like i it's can't gross. i can't understand i don't understand that even as a person who's done that mm-hmm. i don't really like i'm at a like i can't do that like once i right. realized how trash that was i just can't go back it mm-hmm. just doesn't make any yeah, sense yeah yeah because she's been a painting ass bitch he was just there to be like oh yeah like how you oh, want right, house with all, paint. Them, all them paintings around. right exactly but because you know what it was is because she's popping you know like you go to yes. her art show Yes, and you see this, po- and people are like people are paying attention, and people mm-hmm. are looking because he's a looking ass motherfucker, he and he makes see as hell. So now right. it's like, ooh, that's oh, this what- is, it's like this is a movement. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is not just something you do in your living room. Yeah, I have a Greer in my life. Mm-hmm. We do not have sex because he is a Greer, and that's just not smart woman. Yeah, he just can't. <laughs> he just can't because it's a you know how it's a power thing. Mm-hmm. It's a power thing, and you just I'm I'm really I'm not out here for that. I'm trying to have a good time yeah. and, and be friends. We with out here trying to function. Yeah, trying to function. And if I can get some sex with that, that'd be great. But if you're gonna like see my sex as a power thing, it's just not gonna happen. I feel you on that. But yeah, it is that same thing. Like mm-hmm. anytime they see a movement popping, it's like they're oh I'm fucking enamored. But no, I've known you since like our teens i've been I, a movement like this i've been, been a full-ass person this, this whole time you know? yeah but yeah it's it's interesting how he is so incredibly narcissistic but also so very real you know what i'm saying yeah. like like there are niggas like him like i know this nigga mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I've, I've i've dated him many times yes over. like yes. many a time it is mm-hmm. bonkers <laughs> i mean and i guess at least he is actually in fact quite attractive you know what i'm saying like I mean, aside from that brush back haircut, that's odd. <laughs> Why, where are you wisping back your hair? Where are you brushing it to? Okay, look, he's from France. <laughs> France. France. Who knows what they do there with their croissants? I guess you're right. So, yeah. So, he's seen her in her element and he determines that he wants to be with her now and date her and shit like that. And that he feels okay and he doesn't feel threatened by the other men that she's dating except for opal he mentions feeling threatened by her which Mm -hmm. i thought was um interesting and kind of cute you know what i'm saying because because yeah he's right i guess physically the others aren't a threat but opal brings something else to the table Mm -hmm. i think he's only threatened by it because his masculinity is fragile Mm -hmm. and it's like this woman could possibly take you from me even Mm -hmm. if um, and i know from my interactions with women and men like even if a man knows i uh, sleep with women or date women or whatever it's all that for some reason that's always the like the so you going with her like it's always like a thing even mm-hmm. though i'm fucking with all these other men right um because it's something 
they, I guess they feel it's something they don't have. Like, mm-hmm. this person has things they don't have that right. they could provide for you or whatever. I don't know. But it's, mm-hmm. they're always kind of, like, threatened by that, mm-hmm. I've noticed. That's interesting. Is that or they want to join? Trash. Yes. Self-serving. <laughs> so he decides that he's going to break the rules and try and be with Nola as, like, a real actual thing. From there, we flash to Nola at home. She, of course, uh, lights her Oshun candle because she's all about Oshun now. That's yeah. That's the wave. And she checks her computer because she has a computer <laughs> for feedback like on the art show. Like a desktop computer. No, this is actually her laptop. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. she's on her laptop now. It's, it's wild mm-hmm. at, the, at the kitchen table. She's got, like, got a laptop. <laughs> so we see her on her laptop and she is checking for the feedback from the art show that she was just in. The small white man that she dismissed at the show because she was preoccupied with the men in her life for some reason for some reason of that yeah. i still don't understand it's really weird the way in which she was preoccupied with them it's very strange so the small white man is apparently an art critic and is doing youtube reviews on the show so she makes no sense because she knows what channel to go to she knows who to look for on youtube right but you don't know who this art critic right is like right. you're of this art in that, world that was also and you don't weird. know who art crit- you're critics of this are. art world you're looking and seeking for this type of, of art validation. validation from this little white man you i just find it odd that in the last episode she didn't know who, know he, who he was, was. you know what i'm saying it's very very strange like very very strange yeah, like and now I'm, this is the review that makes, makes no or sense. breaks you it should and, have been like her friend sent her this like oh look what i found right for it to make more sense something something or not this her is, opening <laughs> ah, the review i've been waiting for yeah yeah so it's like this make or break review i don't know i just i know that that we're supposed to know that she is a little bit foreign i guess to that world mm-hmm. um but she didn't just pick up painting she's been painting she's been living like exactly. an artist but this is why i don't like clorinthia right clorinda mm-hmm. Clor- whatever right um this is the show that you brought your friend to because you want to expose her to these things why not show her who's in the room right that's what my friends would do mm-hmm. i never know who anyone is jay mm-hmm. always tells me things yeah. like that just makes no sense to me mm-hmm. put your friend on you want her to be of this world the then why to succeed what the fuck yeah she didn't set her up for success clementia's a horrible person well she's light-skinned and all the <laughs> light-skinned folks in this <laughs> series are evil so there's that She's watching the YouTube video and the tiny white man gives the show a great review. However, he calls Nola the weakest link and gives a scathing white review of black art. Yes. So does not feel like her art was up to it. While while we're listening to this review, it actually cuts to her therapist, Dr. Jameson, at the exhibit reviewing her artwork. And she looks to be inspired by the self-portrait of Nola and smiles and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like this... this um, fellow black woman sees something in this art that this white critic is not seeing so that was that was nice so the tiny man's name is julius kemper so after closing the video she says fuck you julius kemper so now you know his full government okay enough to curse him so Mm -hmm. that's great then we get um the depression montage so the men are calling her cell phone. They're trying to connect with her. She's now depressed since this review. Her parents are calling. Her friends are calling. The apartment starts looking a mess. She's clearly not bathing. Opal and Skylar call her and leave a message, like a, a nice, cute little money is coming, money is coming message. Mm-hmm. This is all cute and supportive. Yeah. You know, she's sleeping on the couch. She's eating. Again, depression montage. We flash now from that montage to Jamie in his basement bedroom. <laughs> 
um his little dormitory his it wife is a dormitory. yeah his little dorm he's always fully dressed in his suit as if that's not his apartment in his house and he can't he's he either naked he or in a suit right that's it you can't get a pair of house pants no or some shit his wife is will, it your house his wife is the wicked witch of the west oh she will not he allow need, he, it so he lays in bed in his full suit you never know when a deal might come right <laughs> <laughs> might come come up gotta be ready capitalism don't stop (laughs) oh that's funny so his wife comes to get him to say that their son virgil is about to play the fucking electric guitar and virgil wants them to come and watch he could have heard that from (laughs) (laughs) he probably would have preferred it because he don't he don't want to be involved at all he's like how is our son she's like you could ask him my nigga like this is not in fact a dormitory it's not a prison it's not a jail cell why is your son upstairs and you're in the dormitory it's so you could be in the house right yeah and did you sleep in the dormitory he don't want to be there he does not want to be there because he thinks he's present and he's not he's really not present i say that throughout throughout this whole series yeah he's not he's not so virgil plays them a hendrix style rendition of the star spangled banner i always enjoy that i don't Um, Virgil is like 12, so of course, while he plays this, he's also wearing a Hendrix t shirt because he got it at HM. He got it at HM, <laughs> right? Or Urban Outfitters, so that has to happen. That's a given. He plays them this rendition. He's really good, which I'm thinking maybe that's why they hired this white child to be this man's son. <laughs> so because, he's playing a guitar. Right, because there's no way. There's no, and I know that black jeans are all like funny. We there's no lots, way yeah. that this dark skinned black man and this extremely light but still black woman had this biracial child. Look, there's just no way. I, I, I feel the same. I agree with all you. All right. Okay. I feel so the it was, same way for, about for me, it. it was good to see him tear up and shred that electric guitar. So I'm like, okay, this is why you were cast because <laughs> we needed this scene. So this is why you're here. Okay. I'll allow it. So he was good at that. Then after playing it, he schools them on the racist verse in the Star Spangled Banner. He's like, you know, after that ridiculous rap video I was in, I did some research about myself and this or whatever. So Virgil is now woke and black as fuck all of a sudden. That's all it takes. Is that it? Is you release a nigger video. Okay. And your dad talks to you. That one time, probably the first conversation the, oh, the you first ever time had. You meet, okay. The first black man you meet. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, it was clear that they had never met before. They those had, were two strangers never met. those steps. And then you become woke. Okay. That's how it works. All right. I texted my sister earlier to ask her if it works that way. <laughs> I don't have children. I don't either. I'm like, do your teenagers? Well, according to these writers. Totally fucking stink up the place one week and then the next, next week, week they, they are woke. fully knowledgeable in whatever the problem was. Yeah, I don't know, but anyway, but that was cute. Kids are very amazing and surprising sometimes. So I don't, I don't know, but I thought that that was, um, thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. There's that moment somehow. The evil white wife, Cheryl, the evil white black woman, <laughs> she was able to appreciate that story, even though yes. they present her as an evil, uh, violent white lady. They do, but um, she was able to appreciate that. So there's that. We flash back to Nola in her apartment, and she is awakened by the buzzer by her intercom so she goes and is asking who is it it's greer she tells whoever is ringing the buzzer to go away and then when they stop when they don't stop ringing naturally she gets a cake knife and rips the entire intercom off the wall wall. wires everything because that's what you do especially when you rent when i saw that i was like who the fuck yeah Uh uh-huh yeah i don't know any black women that destroyed that type of property just because they they really want to nap and they want motherfuckers to go away and then i was like old school intercom and it was just like usually there's like been years and years of paint (laughs) 
Like, she tore that shit out the wall like they put it in the Like decades day. worth of paint layers. Yeah. And you renting from black auntie who you known your whole life. Who's who in, lives your downstairs, in your face all Talk the time for what? rent. Now you about to destroy her property? But this is Nola. She don't give a fuck about Oh nobody. my God. It was raised in a barn. Yeah. In addition to that, I live alone in New York City. If my bell is ringing... And I'm not expecting company or package. I just, I'm not home. I just don't answer yeah, it. Same. I just ignore it. She's not from New York. <laughs> She's not from New York. That was her first day in New York. That was the first time her buzzer was ever yeah, rang or whatever. Don't, I don't. I, I'm, my apartment now is more than one of us in there. The right. bell ring. We'd be like, you expecting somebody? That's. I do not answer it. No. You expecting a package? I don't care who it is. Then we'd be like, oh. <laughs> nah. If it's important, I will get a phone call. If fucking if it was a package that i was not expecting there'll be a note downstairs i come from a family where my grandmother would say we would ring the doorbell not even the buzzer Mm -hmm. and if she wasn't expecting someone she wouldn't answer Mm -hmm. would not oh you should have said that you was there like it's your grandchild otherwise no 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 yeah so that that was weird that she felt so overcome by this bell that she had to tear it out of the wall that 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 would seem to be a stretch but anyway um, she finally goes to the window after destroying her own property and now she has no bell because she really wanted a nap apparently. She goes to the window because <laughs> Greer keeps knocking and and also just to speak to like I know that, that we saw this depression montage or whatever and um, depression can make things like that more irritating. I have, I'm also someone who lives with depression. I, I, I just don't, I don't tear up my property. You know what I'm saying? I know oh. there are people that react differently but she took I, would, a cake I think knife. it's better things to, to tear up. Right. <laughs> right. More accessible, yes. easier things yes. to destroy is and how I see whole it. Intercom, that was so extra to me. So it's Greer. He wants to take her out. She um, curses him out, asks what the fuck she's doing there, and then quickly agrees to go to a movie. <laughs> that, was like, that was such a quick turnaround, especially after she just ripped her belt. You just ripped your belt out, and I think the last time wasn't the last time she saw him when she was with Opal. Um, no, has she seen him? The since last then? time was when they were just on a date. Right? Where oh no, I'm, I'm doing. I'm mixing up. I'm mixing up things. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah, the last time she yeah. saw him, she, she was, was with Opal, it, minding yeah. her fucking business, and, and he, he came to her all mad. He mentioned the Birkenstock shit, and then before that, came to her all aggressive out the blue, like you want to have some morning sex type shit. Mm-hmm. It was just so rude, and like now you're gonna come to my door and invite me to a movie, and I'll no. be like, okay, no, annoy the shit out of yeah. me after that, and then you ask me for a movie, and I'm like, black and white. <laughs> Okay, I want a black and white film. Maybe. <laughs> what? That was weird. I understood when she was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" But at, just to like turn it over so quick. Come yeah. On. Mm, that not was, with it. That was weird. She's a dingbat. Well, yeah. There's that. There's that. <laughs> so she agrees to go to a movie. They meet at BAM for an old film, and they see the 1934 uh, imitation of life about a black woman passing for white. Um, they play a scene where the woman denies her mom in front of mad people to drive home the point that light-skinned folks are evil. Yeah, because so, that's just... What... Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking, it's so many other, like, 
like relevant old school black and white i don't know i, I just feel like there were so many other clips that could have been played yeah and i didn't understand the if point you know of that the, one. if you know that movie like right. in the context of passing at that time it mm-hmm. wasn't just about being an evil light-skinned bitch yeah you know like right. i'm trying to survive kind of, but even yeah. though that scene like mm-hmm. there's lots of scenes in that movie that they could have picked but they picked right. the evil light skin you ain't my mama i'm trying to still have this job her sad mom is like but but it's me it's your mom does she look like she could be my mom does it does does she look you know right. like voices were shaking does she look like she could be my mother yeah <laughs> does she she don't look like she could be my mother. It's just like <laughs> we I know that that's a part of history and I don't I don't feel the need to hide that in any way, but it's just in the context of this series. Yeah, I just, all the lights can be believed. Yeah, I didn't understand without larger conversation. Yeah, there's no context. it's no con no it's context. It's just to it. these light skinned people are evil. <laughs> and that little boy looks like a troll when he screws up his face. But dad, we all say nigga at school. <laughs> We're <of> friends. <laughs> Like, all right, well, why are you looking so evil about it if you guys are friends? Anyway, oh, yeah, so that 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 was um that was awkward. Mm-hmm. That was awkward. Yeah. They play that clip of the film, um, and then they're outside of Bam, and they're doing the Spike Lee float walk outside. <laughs> so we get that the famous Spike Lee float walk. I'm gonna do that one day. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be on drugs or off? I probably done that one day. Okay. <laughs> I probably, right. I probably cool. have. Cool. I feel like when we used to be at H and M, I feel like I would see you floating through the uh yeah. the, the main aisle. Yeah. Just... Like, look, that's how that's your like. That's how you gotta live your life mm-hmm. when everything around you falling apart. That's right. You just gotta float <laughs> just on. Gotta float, float on. Float on. All oh right. yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. Um, so they're floating outside of Bam and they take a selfie. Nola actually looks good. I'm feeling her makeup and everything. Mm-hmm. She looks cute. So they go for dinner. Yep. After this film and they're floating selfie, they're in the restaurant and every woman that they pass speaks and flirts with Greer like they know him as if Nola is not there mm-hmm. like at all, yeah. which I thought that was a bit much. I know that he's like a popular ladies man. It was a way too much, but yeah. I guess it was to make, I think it was, I don't know, to let it be known he's a ladies man. Yeah, but or a maybe. few of them, maybe. Give me a little subtlety, but like... Yeah, but it's like when when stuff like that happens, I always feel like that it's the guy who's supposed to set that boundary. Mm. So you're gonna have these bitches coming up to you, and I'm just gonna be standing here, right? Like, cause mm-hmm. these bitches are gonna do what they what fuck they wanna do, cause that's what they're used to doing with you. Mm. I feel you. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's how I, see I guess. That. I guess it just seems. Yeah. No, I feel if, you. I feel if I'm in a space with a man and it's like that, I'm looking at him like, um. Mm-hmm. So what you gonna do? Right. Because, right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's what she should have did. Mm-hmm. But she not me. She her. <laughs> <laughs> the host greets Greer like she knows him and then uh, asks to sit with them. <laughs> I would have been left. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, if she's trying to act, this is the thing. I don't know if she was acting or if she was really feeling it, but like, mm-hmm. I hate the. I'm cool, you know. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool not with cool because I'm. That's how I live my life. No, like, I don't no. have to be cool. No, I don't have to be cool. You don't have to think I'm so easy going. I don't need that. No. no. Why does she think she could sit with us? Would have been my thing. Why? Do, why does she? Yeah, I guess I'd be like, I, I guess. What, does that what mean that our about? food's gonna be free? Like, what? what <laughs> why is she sitting with us? <laughs> weird, but then she sat and she didn't even really say nothing. She's like, I'm gonna just sit here. And then Greer started talking to her. Because she knows what she could do. Right. That's, not, that's why when it comes to me and stuff like that, if the guy is not setting that boundary, then fuck him. Like, yeah. cause why do I, I shouldn't be doing that work. I don't know mm-hmm. these bitches. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it don't make no sense. Right, 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 right. 
Um, so Greer tells the host who has invited herself uh, to join them <laughs> how great of an artist Nola is and the success of her show. He says that all in French, which is also a bit rude. And then we're supposed to be surprised that I guess Nola also speaks French and responds to some shit that he says, I yeah. guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He makes fun of his French. Of course. <laughs> naturally. Naturally. Tells her that her French accent is so whack. They're at the restaurant. Oh, her accent's he... so wet. Well, that's <laughs> all of her accents. <laughs> her French, her Brooklyn French. Right. They're all whack. That's true. That's true. He tells her that he wants her to try um, some vegan dishes because it's his cheat day, which I thought was hilarious. Yes, I enjoyed he's, that. He's hilarious. No, I, I enjoy him. I really enjoy I him. I enjoy him for sure. We cut back to Jamie and Cheryl and their loving home. They're having <laughs> dinner together. And then oh, not in his dorm. That is no, funny. they have dinner together. They talk about uh, Virgil has parent teacher conference and naturally Jamie don't want to go. He's like, I'm not going if that same teacher is there. <laughs> like you, who has that choice? That's your child. It's parent teacher. He is simply a donor. Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> so he returns to his dorm room in the basement <laughs> and we see that he bought Nola's self-portrait. He has it there in the house with his wife, which is strange. A huge self-portrait. It's not strange when you're Jamie. You're, you're right. It is not. You're right. That's what the fuck he wants to do. It, yeah, it's absolutely not. Um, so he is babbling to the camera about how <laughs> he's always he promised. To the you're right. He promised to never leave his family, and so now he's stuck with love versus duty. That's. Yo. I don't want to hear the cheetah strife. Right. Like, yes. Do- it's such a struggle. Oh, what do I do? Like, you not fucking Hamlet it deciding, like, fucking life or death. a struggle. Like, Especially when Nola don't even want to be with you. She don't she even been want told your ass. She been told you she doesn't want to be with you. She just wants to meet your friends. That's it. <laughs> she don't want she you. Wants. Let's go to dinner, spend time together, and let me meet your friends. I don't want anything <laughs> else. She doesn't want to do spend more time with him. Nothing. Meanwhile, he talks about holding Nola as she wears their wedding their wedding ring. What the fuck? Um, he's trash. He has a whole ass family. Nola's not trying to be with him like that. So he goes on to talk about how his bed is cold. How can he spend <laughs> how can he spend another night alone? Look, motherfucker. You guys, don't you pay the heat in that house? He's being pushed to his limit, folks. Watch he's, out. He might do something crazy. He's annoying. When a man is pushed to the edge, you gotta let a man be a man. <laughs> or else they're gonna be pushed to the edge and they'll have a cold bed can't have all these men i guess that's the man version cold Remember? Oh, i'm not even gonna mention that song it's r kelly so forget it oh man <laughs> keep it in the closet oh yes but yeah like he it's his character annoys me because his expectations are so high for situations that shouldn't have high spec high expectations in them and then he offers so little to people i don't understand why he right. thinks he should get so much in return i don't get it either we're back at dinner with nola and greer now greer asked nola about the show and i guess they start to have a good conversation but then we cut to nola and jamie's first meeting naturally they met at the promenade so that's, <laughs> that's the- down the block from his house and he's mad rich so you he know. just walks down there in his suit just he doesn't even have take a- a he doesn't even have take a walk clothes <laughs> like- no, he doesn't. Everything is a suit. You got to be ready, man. You never know you when never you're going to get called into the office, called away for a lunch meeting. Probably. I don't yeah, know. Who knows? You need to hop on a flight. I don't know. I don't know that life. I don't live near the promenade. <laughs> I don't know what that requires. 
Does he even have jogging clothes? Can he? Can he? I mean, you can jog. He on does the nothing else but fuck and then walks around in suits. You're right. So he does. You're right. I enjoy him naked though. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the actor that plays him when he's not rocking that strange haircut, you can get it. <laughs> you can get all of it. Okay. Not if he says those annoying poetry. Oh gosh! Well, no, I saw an interview of him in real life. He might not say real poetry okay, in real good. life. I don't need that. Yeah, he shit. looks. He's better looking, not as uh, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. So he meets Nola. This is their first reenactment, I guess, of their first meeting. He meets mm-hmm. Nola at the promenade. They proceed to have an awkward conversation awkward about Jay Z. It was weird. So first, she's sitting on the bench, minding her fucking business. He comes, crosses over several benches that he was sitting at, sits directly next to her, which I would have been left. That's scary to me. Yeah, I don't like that. That's not cute. Mm-mm. That's not what I'm trying to talk to you. Must and you got on a suit. Like, it's too much. <laughs> no. Because it's like. Why does that weird you out at the park? if he's Because he's we're at the park. Well, maybe he's there for lunch. We're at the park. He's reading his paper. Promenade, is, that area is pretty, pretty residential. Uh-huh. We're at the park. Yeah. And you're in a full head yeah. to toe suit. Like, yeah. who the fuck is you? Yeah. I, I would have I moved. I don't mm. know. I really don't care what you're wearing. Don't be moving from where you're at. It just doesn't fit the situation. So you're probably trying to kidnap me. Mm-hmm. You're trying to arrest me. You're trying to kill you're trying me. You're trying to serve me. You're trying to rob you're me. Trying to- you're trying to serve me. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, this, this does not fit. I would have thought he was there on official business. <laughs> I would have been out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Then they have that awkward conversation about Jay-Z. And he says, what do you know about Hove? What Hova? That was- <laughs> it was so awkward. He said it in his opera, but what do you know about Hove? It was awkward. It was, it was really. It was, it was awkward. <sighs> it was awkward. It was. It was awkward. It was so they have this awkward. awkward conversation about Jay Z, and I guess we're supposed to know that he knows things about Jay Z, and then he's also. But honestly, grown. every man I've ever dated for Brooklyn somehow they put Jay Z in a conversation, so this might be on track. Okay, I guess it's annoying for me. I guess, but why wouldn't she know about Hove? Do twenty-seven year olds not know about Hove now? Is that where we are? Um, he's forty, so twenty-seven is is. 21 like he doesn't right. he doesn't have a gauge oh right he doesn't know so <laughs> yeah, he, he, like, would, he would have to ask yeah you know he doesn't have what a gauge do you know about hove young lady hove jehovah <laughs> um so he asked if she believes in love at first sight and she's like only in <laughs> what was love, it? Jones. love jones yeah, well, that was actually a good one. Only in Love Jones. Oh, gosh. Um, How delusional ass would on. bring that up, though? She's a cinephile. Oh, yes. I keep Remember? forgetting. Mm-hmm. Only in Love... Oh, I keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. She's annoying. Yeah. So, we're back to Greer. Um, Greer talks about... Himself. <laughs> yeah, we're back at dinner. Greer is talking about himself and growing up raceless in France. <laughs> as if he's not a whole ass black man. Um, <laughs> growing up raceless. <laughs> <laughs> I just who, so who wrote this? Nola talks about the critique that uh she got on her artwork and how upset she is by it. Greer, Greer questions how her piece connects, and then he says that the French critique, if if they were in France, uh she wouldn't have got critiques on race because uh it's a raceless place. It's a raceless place. While this is happening, Jamie is calling her off the hook because he doesn't know what to do with himself. He's probably not even calling off the hook. He probably called her twice. <laughs> <laughs> for him, that's so My much. bed is cold. Someone, someone, fix this. My room is bare. I'm a man, and my bed is cold. I need somebody fix this now. Turn on the hose. Fix it now. 
Uh, meanwhile, both Greer and Noel are having this awkward conversation about blackness. Greer is not black enough, apparently, to black people. And Nola's work is not black enough, apparently, to the to, white to the critic. White person, and uh, and Greer and feels so understood by Nola in this uh, conversation about it was, race. It was like a really fake, deep conversation. What the fuck was that? And they would felt like they were connecting and like learning about each other through this weird, awkward-ass conversation. It was really weird. And I had to watch it. It was really weird. It was. It was weird. And I just... You know, I don't question the experiences of um, biracial folks. I know that Greer was talking about, you know, does he need to deny his white French mother Uh or, you know, and pick a side or whatever? And is he not black enough? And I just feel like if he wouldn't wisp his hair back and brush it back like that, that he probably wouldn't get the, the judgment that he claims to be getting from black folks. Just get a, a regular lineup. You could just say hello. Just say get, hi to people. Why don't you say bonjour to me? Like, <laughs> you don't got to do that. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> or maybe if you stop running around gallivanting and talking about how France is raceless. <laughs> like, whole ass racist things don't happen in France. No, the French Like, it's not slaves. a Black Lives Matter movement in the France. The French slaves. If you don't get your whole ass out of here. Okay, maybe you stop saying. Do you volatile. know? Do you know that Haiti still owes friends? If friends, you bad stop, buddy. Stop saying volatile, like, anti-black things. Maybe your black friends will fuck with you. Maybe we like nobody's asking you to maybe choose a side, bro. You chose not to have black friends. Maybe that was your choice. How about that? Maybe you stop looking down on your black friends for being so consumed about the race that keeps them oppressed. Maybe if you acknowledge your light skin privilege, maybe you wouldn't feel so conflicted. Just maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that was awkward. So they have the most basic convo ever. <laughs> it's possibly also the very first convo that they've ever had with another person. I, I think so. Yeah. They live in vacuum. Right, right. It was weird. But allegedly these two simpletons are connecting. And <laughs> we're supposed to feel it. We're supposed to feel it. They talk about Greer's aspirations. Men like that shit. Even though she probably asked him about his aspirations before, but he didn't see her as a whole ass no, person. No, she wasn't a whole person. Yeah. She wasn't popping yet. Right. So we cut to Jamie. Now he's naked. And he shows up. <laughs> Told you he's only naked or in no, a suit. Naked or in a suit. Right. So he was in the bed in his full suit uh, calling Nola one time. She didn't answer until he's like, I guess I'll go uh, shock my wife. And so he goes into his wife's bathroom naked. And she's like, what are you doing in here? And he's like, can I join you? And she's like, oh, okay, let's do this. She has a whole ass shower bonnet on. Which mm-hmm. says to us again, this is in fact a light-skinned black woman and yes. not a violent white lady, this even the, though they keep trying to portray her like she's just a white-ass lady. This is one of the first time I see a reference to hair, though, and like black woman hair care. Like, I've oh. never seen... Nola had a bonnet on in the she shower. Did? Yeah, that time when she called to shit on Shemekha after Shemekha got her booty um, okay. done. Okay, you're right, you're yeah, right. She I just never see on. her twist her hair at night, but her hair be like twisted every day, so... Yeah. We don't get into that. That's... I don't want to... I don't, <laughs> don't want to talk about Nola's hair. <laughs> It's not good. I don't want to discuss it. I'm just saying. It's not good hair. Because it's a relaxer and it just just a braid out. Right. Yeah. 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 We don't mean good hair like texture wise. We yeah. mean like it, it looks like they're trying to perpetrate a natural. But um, it's not. Yeah. At all. It's weird. I wonder. I don't know. Maybe she's supposed to have a natural look because I'm wondering why not just give her a bomb ass crochet. It was lots of things they could have done. Yeah. and But everything. And they didn't. <laughs> so. With everything. 
Oh boy. Right. So um Jamie has sex with his wife, so we all know that he's cheating on Nola. Because <laughs> that's what this his whole life is about. He wants to dedicate his whole ass life to Nola. He called her twice, she didn't answer. Right. He had sex with his wife. There we you go. see what you make you me see? do? Cold ass bed. He's like <laughs> just gonna stand for that. Have a warm bed. He's a man. A man. <laughs> um, so we're back at dinner. This is the longest fucking dinner. We're back at dinner with Greer and Nola. Nola Greer gives Nola a book called How to Make Love to a Negro Without Getting Tired. And that is an actual book. Um yeah, it came is. out in nineteen eighty five by Danny Laf I don't know how to say this, Laferriere. I don't know. In La Canada. Lafayette. I don't know. I just feel like it's Lafayette. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Greer says that he wants to go out more. So he springs that shit on Nola. He wants to go out. He wants to go to the movies. He wants to go on dates. And Nola, like the white woman of color she is, says that she can't do this right now and leaves. Um, because abruptly. Abruptly. <laughs> grabs a coat and dips. <laughs> like, what? Huh? Is that how it goes down? Who does this? Well, I've abruptly left. Yeah, but you've abruptly left because you were being disrespected. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if asking somebody a question (laughs) (laughs) that she could easily say, you know what, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't want to do that. I don't know that asking a simple question like that (laughs) is a violation. I think it's annoying how hard they go to show her being not into commitment. Yeah. But then she feels she's polyamorous. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying. Like, I don't think those things are the same thing. This is my other question about this show. Is that we live in a world, again, we're in New York again. We live in, like, in New York City where there are, like, communities of black-ass polyamorous people. Yeah. She don't have not one polyamorous friend. Oh. She don't have anybody to compare notes with. Nope. She don't have anybody that's like living in a, a healthy polyamorous life that is not like, uh, I guess as her therapist says, juggling. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. many things. It's weird. The people that she knows juggling are men. Mm-hmm. Not women. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I don't know. Yeah. It's just... It's just strange it's interesting but for me like she's not poly she's just single right and you could be single and poly Mm -hmm. but to me she's just single Mm -hmm. i don't think she's poly there's like more consent i guess if you're doing it right you could be a horrible poly person too Mm -hmm. but this seems like there'll be more consent more um like because everyone knows about everyone every everyone Mm -hmm. but not everyone wants that Right. So I feel like if you're in a in a poly space, they'll know about the other person, and then there'll just be an understanding where it won't be like, oh, you with that other guy, you know, like just that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just strange to me. I think she's just single. It's okay for her to just be single and not have to like label it something. Yeah. Right. I mean, I hope. I would hope so. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to understand. What is this? I don't know. I, it's it's not. My understanding of being poly, I don't think that's what she's living. Yeah. We're now in this weird, like, dream sequence shit. And Jamie is drunk. Spike Lee is playing the bartender. His name is Joe. And he's got a conch. And um, somebody is playing Sinatra I wonder if that's the same conch wig from Malcolm X. Oh. Right? Is it the same character? Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Mon chéri. (laughs) 
I don't know, but that whole sequence made me sad. And <laughs> it just it made me sad that I'm not enjoying the series more. Uh-huh. Because I really do I like when Spike Lee does that quirky weird dream sequence. Like just this is like just some random shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's New York. The women look beautiful. Jamie's drunk. It was actually kind of like a music video to the song to uh-huh. an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, Spike Lee has this, this weird, you know, black guy with a conch thing that he's doing. The bartender in the white jacket. It's ridiculous. I enjoy the ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? And I just wish I was enjoying this series more and that they capitalized on the opportunity to, like, make something really cool. Yeah. And so far, they have been, like, small moments that i felt were cool but overall i just feel like if there was more um listening to women and really an effort to make this women centric yeah like you can look at a woman and while she talks but actually like listening you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that would have really been nice it would have been nice to be able to enjoy yeah this. but a free-spirited woman to men is a hot mess right and that's what we're seeing here yeah you got like why would you want to do that unless mm-hmm. you were a hot mess mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well i would like to see more of um spike lee just playing random bit parts <laughs> you know i enjoy i do enjoy that mm-hmm. so I'll, more of that less of this <laughs> you know <laughs> So we cut from this long-ass dream sequence to uh, Shemekha. We see that Nola has run out of her dinner with Greer and, and is remembered her friend. Rem- finally remembered. <laughs> She's like, I don't need this shit. I got, I got a friend. Finally remembered her friend. got a friend with a blood infection. With a blood infection. Right. So she goes to see her in the hospital. They apologize to one another for missing each other's shows. And then they, there's like a small little friend moment. Not many words are exchanged or whatever. Um, they apologize. And then they both end by saying, oh, you didn't miss anything. And you didn't miss anything. Like, you didn't miss my show. And you didn't miss my show. It was no mm-hmm. big deal or whatever. And to me, that moment of both of them telling each other, you didn't miss anything. These were both of their, like, biggest nights. And they had big shit going on. And they yeah. had big problems and big stresses. Mm-hmm. To me, it was symbolic of the way that the writers feel about these characters. Yeah. About these women. About the... Like, it's yeah, just not much exactly going on that. with you. You didn't, you didn't like, miss anything. My butt exploded. Nothing important. She was feeling herself. She was getting her life on stage. Yeah. She was as a single mother and, like, somebody who was, like... It seemed like wants to feel something mm-hmm. and be a certain type of person. She was like in her glory phone yeah. moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to re- reduce it to your butt exploded, you didn't miss anything, no big deal. Or like Nola's big night being reduced to the men that were there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just, it was just like, we know that, typical. Yeah. Typical. That it just felt like clear, like, oh, yeah, you didn't miss anything. I just, I just don't, it's like, just like you said, these mm-hmm. were points in these women's life i feel like they could have explored that more for each of them like why did i have to be with greer all day as opposed to her with her friends maybe why did i have to be with greer why did i even have to be with jamie who was not in any scenes with um nola really Mm -hmm. in this episode why did i have to follow his ass around we had to sit in his dorm while he gave that whole ass monologue about his fucking bed being cold why can i I why can i hear about a nigga's bed being cold and hearing her thoughts and hearing about what what how she's what did she think to me in the screen or what did she think about the fact that her whole ass exploded you know what i'm saying or are we just supposed to feel like oh she learned your lesson yeah that's bad don't be don't be an instagram mm -mm. girl it's bad yeah it's annoying you want to take a break Yes, let's do it. All right.
So, hey, y'all. Hey. Thank you for listening to these fucking review episodes, yo. Of We Gotta Have we It. We Gotta Fucking Have It. Or She's Gotta Have It review series. Mm-hmm. You know, we also do like an actual fucking podcast. A whole ass podcast. We do. If you have not been listening to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, please make sure you do that shit. We drop a new episode every, every Tuesday. Tuesday. And we are there dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. One episode at a time. That's right. We're talking politics, pop culture, and liberation Over every week. Over tea. Over tea. It's dope. Get subscribe that's right you're here already press subscribe now you mm-hmm. love us we're friends for life get into it so that was episode motherfucking seven yes that was that now we're on episode eight episode eight episode eight is hashtag love don't pay to rent and in parentheses if you don't know me by now are you ready to do this shit let's do it all right so this episode opens with a montage of what looks to be um, the day of the election of Donald Trump, the mm-hmm. day that the results came in. Yeah. And I have to say that we're on episode eight. I think this is my favorite part of the whole series, I think. Yeah. It felt the most honest and the most true. It basically shows all the characters in the film and like how they um, are moving through that day mm-hmm. and what they're doing to cope with that news yeah so you, you see opal and skylar um kind of cuddling and crying a little bit mm-hmm. jamie has left his dorm room and has gone for a walk, walk with, with his, his family. family his son is there which means that this may be their third conversation in life yeah and he's wearing a suit as always of course of those is walking mm-hmm. clothes so that's cool you see the mayor who is drunk and kind of speaking everything that you know folks that are thinking, thinking right drinking a 40 drinking a 40 you see nola and her girls sitting in her on her bed drinking and smoking, smoking weed and, and just kind of trying to relax and like pull their heads together popcorn. that was kind of random but i feel like popcorn is on television is supposed to be like the international like food of the single woman or of like girls night Oh, I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's girls' night food. Popcorn. Okay. <laughs> Is that how you're supposed to say it? I don't know. I'm, trying, I'm trying to picture popcorn. it. Like popcorn. That's funny. Like, nope, never heard it like that before. I'm nah, never, it's always popcorn. I'm thinking of all those, like, women's movies where they end up dancing around the coffee table. It's always a bowl of popcorn involved, there yo. Is. Yeah, yeah. I don't live that life. Nah, me neither. Mm. We, we eat real snacks. <laughs> 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 Maybe we should eat more popcorn. I don't know. Yeah, so you see all of that, and it brought me back to like my actual feelings on that day. Is mm-hmm. this is the realest? This is the realest moment that I yeah. felt during this entire series. You see, Greer. I'm just thinking of everyone ferociously mm-hmm. working, working out. out. Yeah, he's yeah. like, we're gonna fucking push through this shit. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go back to France. Yeah, no, he, he didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> right, but they don't. They don't believe in race. You see, Mars they and just his hate sister. Muslims. <laughs> And who are they? They're not people. You see um, Mars and his sister doing some sort of like ritual Mm -hmm. and like praying to, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't clear to me who they was praying to, but it's Mm -hmm. like cleanse. It's time to have things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to like be at peace and get their minds right and shit like that. So, and it reminded me actually of our post-election episode. Oh, it did? a little bit just like that feeling of like what do we do now and how do we just like get into it was somber it was just it fucking was. somber i remember riding the subway the next day and mm-hmm. then everyone was just like silent and then this woman started doing her jesus priest preaching mm-hmm. and i was like nobody want to hear that shit yeah and she like nodded and sat down because mm-hmm. it was just like mm-hmm. nah, not today right right yeah. it was a thing 
It was a it thing. Was, it meant it, it meant a thing, and it felt like um, it felt like a death. Of yeah, something, yeah. You know, yeah, so was. to see that depicted here, I'm glad that this was uh, this series was not in vain. <laughs> that we got <laughs> we got that out of this. Oh, so I definitely appreciated that. Now I want to the fuck with now. I'm joking. <laughs> So after that, uh, Greer gives Nola a call and is trying to apologize and get to the bottom of whatever happened the night that they were together when she ran out. Abruptly ran away. Yeah, and it's not really addressed. She kind of says, oh, well, you were there with all of, you know, you knew everybody in the restaurant kind of thing. But it's just weird. Because, I don't know. It's always like that. When she gets off the hook with everything, it yeah. seems like she never really has to be held accountable mm-hmm. for anything. Right. Yeah, because she was fine the whole time they were at dinner until That's he right. asked about being in something a little bit more serious. Yeah. You know? I don't mm-hmm. know. So, that was weird. So, he asked if he can come over. Um, he does come over, and it, he seems to be in a pretty playful mood, which yeah. I think is cool. And yeah. he opens his jacket to reveal this uh, black penis sewn <laughs> onto his pants. pants? And I enjoy that we're seeing his character be playful. I enjoy something playful yeah. coming out of this. So they have this moment where they're laughing on the steps and talking about shit. Nola's in a good mood because but she got... she's wearing an ugly-ass coat. I didn't mind this look. I don't like it. I didn't mind it. I feel like that I've seen such stupid. darkness that I don't know. The coat looks like something the Ultimate Warrior will wear. Okay, see, um, now you just pulled me running. right back out of it. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I saw this outfit. I was like, okay, I saw the vision. But yeah, now all I see is Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You're Thanks welcome. a lot. Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this exchange. They're talking about Nola's art. They're talking about this penis that he has sewn to his pants. Where it's hard for me to tell if he's being serious or if he's actually being yeah, playful. I'm not sure either. Right. He says this is going to be a, a fashion line. Yeah, and we know that it's not. But he's making these silly notes. It feels, it feels silly. And yeah. It feels like I just came up the block. I'm going to just be silly and play mm-hmm. this game. Again, which I do like. And I feel like we're supposed to be seeing him be uh, like, let maybe a bit of his guard down. Yeah, exactly. Um, Especially since that night was so awkward before. Right. So he could just be trying to like break the ice and like get that behind. Them. That's like, possible. We could, we could like put that behind us and be silly and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True that true that mm-hmm. so he asked if they can hang out she's like i'm in work mode today oh yeah she reveals that she sold a painting right um and paint yeah so she's on a high from that mm-hmm. and she's in work mode because she just made some money so she got to keep being in work mode mm-hmm. and he's like well we don't have to go out and do anything we can celebrate here if you want or whatever yeah. so they end up having sex and during sex she calls him over a street <laughs> right who does that who the, who the f- do you do you do you call i don't know people use different names in the bed but like do you ever call out Someone's your lover's last, last name? name no do i know your last name <laughs> <laughs> let's start there now but like no right right so she calls out so she's having sex with greer and she calls out jamie's last name which she also called out ma's last name and i would feel like as someone who at a point in my life was having multiple sex partners that was like top of my list like okay make sure you're not calling out random people's names have you done that I, before? no i've well one time i called um derek eric but they rhyme so it didn't right. matter that's different. but 
no like i don't really call names during sex anyway mm-hmm. for these reasons yeah. like you just to give them the names yeah. and if you say a different name for another guy mm-hmm. um like a different like nickname or pet name he mm-hmm. won't even notice he'll just thank you give him a new right. name like right, right. get your shit together girl yeah so that was weird that is something that she does i guess frequently we've watched it happen here twice well she's a dingbat so oh, yeah we've already <laughs> she forgets she has appointments and yeah. comes to date early exactly we so. have already established that she is a dingbat um but I, I, the thing that i don't like is that is is it to me it shows that she can't handle this juggle but yeah that's the, which is and whack. That's the whole thing with this whole fucking which show is, so whack. is that you can't handle dating more than one man one woman <laughs> to one man <laughs> it's like it's like basically the message of this whole shit yeah. is that this lifestyle is unacceptable it's unsustainable and you can't have more than one and partner. honestly forgetting names is not um i would be offended but like my mom forgets my name you know right, like if there's if there's right. multiple anything happening mm-hmm. you're not forgetting because the person is irrelevant yeah like there's like mad students in my class mm-hmm. you know like just like you know but yeah. and it's only three mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only three of them <laughs> <laughs> And they're all wildly different, yo. Yeah. Just focus. Just focus or don't say names. Apparently, you're not somebody that can say names. She could have just moaned really loud. Yeah. Overstreet. And that's not even a cute last name. It's not. Overstreet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to say that now during sex. Just. (laughs) (laughs) So then she promptly removes Griff from her bed. She's like, all right. You know the deal. You got to go. He seems, right. He seems to be surprised because we're, of course, supposed to be seeing that he's kind of falling for her now that he knows that she's like about something in life or Mm -hmm. whatever. He's falling for her a little bit. She asked him to leave, but they seem to be okay. Yeah. We cut now to Jamie's wife wife, uh, sitting on the promenade. In her woman suit. Right. (laughs) In her suit because they have her suits and and shower bonnets. (laughs) I guess in towels. She was at the promenade crying. Right. We get to Jamie's office and his wife is in his office. Seems to be pulling himself together before he goes in. He goes in there. Because they've never met before. Because they've never met. Everyone that Jamie meets except for Nola is for the first First time. time. Maybe that's why he's so in love with her. Maybe this is like memento too. (laughs) (laughs) He just don't remember shit. And when he meets Nola, it's just, you know, she's the only familiar. She's the only constant in his life. And so that's why he loves it so much. Yeah. So he's having this casual conversation with his wife. They they reminisce quickly on the sex they had in the yeah, shower the yeah. other night. It seems to be pleasant. And then she asks him about the huge ass painting, painting that he has in his dorm room yeah. of Nola. <laughs> the painting is bigger than his room. <laughs> right. What is that? She wants to know who it is. Apparently, she has also found the receipt for the payment for this painting, painting? Um, of $10,000. Yes. She's pissed. I don't understand why they have this money in that ugly droid phone. <laughs> like, oh, is that what she has? A droid? It's an ugly droid phone. That's it's funny. not even like a galaxy, like whatever the the popping droid. These is. be the people though that still have a BlackBerry. Mm. You know what I'm saying? True. They can't even afford no, the BlackBerry. Be the other phone though. It don't be the phone phone. I don't know. They can't afford house clothes, <laughs> casual wear, <laughs> leisure wear. Oh, at God. leisure they can't afford you know what i'm saying so who knows so she who confronts knows? him about this ten thousand dollar check that was spent 
And then they have this whole weird conversation about class and the money that she had. And she calls Nola a bum bitch. And he checks her about that and is laughing about the language that that she's she's using. using. And also he's he was laughing at her when she's asking about Nola Mm -hmm. laughing kind of like, why do you care? And this whole, he is being like kind of an ultimate fuck boy. He is an ultimate fuck boy. And I think it's within this scene because maybe if you are naive enough, you would think Jamie is just, um, especially since the last episode, he um, he's crying about his, his, his cheating bed. quarrels. Yeah. I mean, he was whatever his now, dilemma. Yes, his wife brings up, "Oh, is this your soulmate too? Like the last one yes. and the one before? Because this motherfucker ain't shit." Mm-hmm. So I think this is when we're supposed to realize he ain't shit. Even Finally though, episode even though eight, I already knew, we knew from jump. <laughs> Finally, at episode eight, the yeah. men are allowed to be revealed yeah. as trash. So she slowly. reveals that he's a repeated cheater. Right. So it's not that she's an evil bitch. Mm-hmm. You just ain't shit. Right. She's reacting to your ain't yes. shit. Yes. but we don't get to learn that to episode eight because mm-hmm. she light skin and he's a man exactly <laughs> exactly so in this exchange she also talks about how she helped him brought him up from nothing yeah, or some crazy she- shit and that um their mom their her family helped pay for the house and he basically that he's gutter which yeah. again this is New York City, right? New York, you go, or at least back in the day, now it's gentrified New York. But back in the day, one block would be somebody's hood, somebody's hood, and the next block would be like brownstones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or something like that. It it it's a place where you could at one point in time hustle I don't feel like and she's navigate. From New York, though. No, she's not from New okay. York, but I just feel like the way that she talks to him, like she pulled him up from nothing. I feel like I've known at least so many people in New York who have come up like Jamie and been able to hustle and work their way and be- and become so- a person of means mm-hmm. that it's weird to me that his urban experience has no currency, that she doesn't see the value in it. But old money never feels that way about new money. Right. Ever. Right. Like, ever. Like, mm-hmm. Jay-Z is who he is but he's still just people a drug dealer to some as, people yeah. you know like diddy yeah. is still just a whatever like old money de- never really cares about mm-hmm. new money mm-hmm. and that's just what's manifesting right here because right. like you married this person had a child with this person and every time you have an argument you go to you ain't shit because mm-hmm. you ain't have shit mm-hmm. like what is that's that realistic your, that's you your think? go-to thing mm-hmm. what is that do you think that's a realistic thing or do you think that she's being portrayed extra violent or is it i think that is i think she's angry like Mm -hmm. i'm like we that's i think that's all she at all she has to get at her he's a fucking cheater Mm -hmm. i can't even divorce you and you're still out living your life Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm like upstairs miserable like maybe that's just all she has that's like that she knows what gets to him Mm -hmm. that's what i think right Um, I don't think it's just like she sees him as some gutter bunny, whatever. At this point, she hates this man. So Mm -hmm. she's going to like say these things. Mm -hmm. I think. Hmm. I would probably. (laughs) (laughs) And we also get introduced to her next way. She does that. Oh, she's got not only does she have next way in this, but we also find out that she's an AKA, which means that even though they keep trying to portray her as a violent white woman, she knows other black women. Yeah, lots of them. Right. She has a sisterhood. She's in a whole ass black ass sorority. Yeah. The light skinned sorority traditionally. Mm -hmm. They're still black though. Yeah. They're still black. Mm -hmm. And I hear I'm listening. In the good lords 2017, they're letting some dark skinned folks in. Are you for real? Only in some places now. (laughs) Don't get comfortable. Okay. (laughs) 
Don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. This hairline is really bad. This whole haircut is a mess. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fucking mess. Oh, man. All right, so this doesn't end well. So they end this heated argument. She's pissed about this. Um, Clearly, he bought Nola's painting. She's pissed about it. We cut to Nola buying artwork she has this money so yeah she's, she's not buying she's buying supplies yeah me. but yeah, she's, she's at like, blick or some feels shit. amazing because she could buy supplies she feels amazing because she has money yeah she's mm-hmm. not really looking at the supplies she's just picking up stuff they're like oh we just got this paintbrush and she's like i know I la- girl I know, these the new I ones know, these the new ones so she gives the lady the cash she gives the cashier her debit card her debit card comes up uh fucking declined, declined. and it's a wrap for that so she's not able to buy her supplies it's awkward. It's embarrassing. It's, it's really awkward. It annoyed me because the cashier was like, call your bank now, la. Like, clearly we've done this before. <laughs> Which, like, listen, I'm not doing this Yeah, I'm not again. doing this with you. Call your Let bank. Let me just give you We're a not suggestion. Gonna try to I already lie. told you the ATM was outside. <laughs> just call your bank. Call your bank, Nola. Like, why are we doing this just dance? Just call again. your bank. So she gets home. And Auntie Landlord is on the stoop waiting for her and tells her the check that she gave her bounced Mm -hmm. because clearly whatever money she had put on that card is not there. Whatever the check that she gave her bounced. Auntie Landlord is pissed. She reminds her that she could rent this freaking apartment to white people people for for four four times times the rent. rent. And what is you doing? And then finally, she says, you got two days to get your shit out of here. Which is illegal, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) We have squatters rights in NYC. Nola don't know that. You think Nola knows about her right? Nola does not know her rights. She doesn't know her rights. No. Girl, you got time. (laughs) Mm -mm. Plenty of time. We can play this game. Okay. Yeah. No. So she has no idea what her rights are. (laughs) So after allowing Auntie to tell her two days and looking all scared and panicked, Mm -hmm. she goes into her apartment. And and this is also maybe perhaps the second realest scene that I've seen in this series where Mm -hmm. she calls Jamie and she wants to know what the fuck happened to the check that you gave me. You, You bought a painting. You gave me gave me ten G's and the fucking check is bounced. Yeah, what the fuck is happening? This this is actually I think she does really good in this. Yeah, scene. I do too. I believed it. I believed this curse out, and um, I believe that she did want her painting back. I believe this whole scene. Yeah, I actually did too. I did too. And I believe that she was from Brooklyn. Yeah, for a moment. I didn't believe she was from Brooklyn. Okay, but <laughs> I believe to anger. I've been in this space. Right. Yeah, because motherfuckers be like acting they like they got you. it and they don't. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. So I've been in this space. Right. So, I so she this just asked him for the painting back. He's like, I got you. This was my doing. She's like, was it your wife that stopped the check? He's like, it was me that stopped it. We'll, we'll, I don't know what happened, kind of. We'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know if it was him, if it was his wife, or what's going on. But we know that Nola is broke. He still wears that ring. It, his wife said... <laughs> You stop this check. He still wears that ring. Yeah. Like, you could fuck them hoes, but Mm -hmm. you ain't going to be giving them $10,000. Not your money. Yeah. Child. Right. We cut to Nola and she is now having uh what we often see as we're walking pe- through Brooklyn on all our way to brunch. Time. Yeah, all She's the time. having a, a, a stoop, stoop sale, sale um with all of her shit out there. She's trying but to But she sell. actually has a stoop. 
She does have a stoop. A lot of folks don't. Don't have stoop. Yeah. So we see her now. She's got her artwork set up on the street, which she has said several times Sometimes. throughout the series. If you see her selling her art on the street to slap her to or whatever. Her. So it's interesting to see her here. The mayor rolls by and they talk about his art and his whatever little radio, whatever. Yeah, and then, which I think is symbolic of showing her like how easily like yes, life can bring you to this. Right, because like, they have a lot of little scenes yeah. in this episode mm-hmm. that contrast what she's going through with how he's living exactly. and what he, what he deals mm-hmm. with or whatever. So I think that that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so now we see him like I liked her jacket and shit. I liked her jacket too. Yeah. So we see her from the stoop. Now we get the montage. She's back. To, I was just thinking she hasn't walked the door. Since I don't the first know. When I was watching, when when um she was yelling at him, mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm thinking, I get it. As he dejection and bounce, mm-hmm. but like, what were you doing all this time? Like, I don't know right. how far behind you on your bills. And as a person who's been broken, who has been able to, who has missed rent or whatever, mm-hmm. I get that. But it was just like. Why did you stop hustling? Like I don't get right. why she stopped hustling, right, but right, right, you know right. everyone has their own story in mm-hmm, life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just was strange. Yeah. So we see her walk a dog. We see her teach a kid to again. Paint. So she's doing all this hustling, and then we see it's it's juxtaposed against the mayor kind of walking the streets, hustling, um, hustling, doing yeah. his like street hustle type mm-hmm. stuff. Um, we're back in her apartment. She is sketching some shit, but it's like. When you the contrast between her hustle and his, like she still has a home, right? She still has things to be grateful for. I think mm-hmm. is what it's saying. So yes, there's struggle. Like she's going through some shit right now, but like she should still be grateful for what she has and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Is what it seems like. So we get to the bike shop now, and she is. This is the first time we're seeing her in the bike shop with Mars, mm-hmm. and Mars suggests that she gets a cleanse from his sister. sister, and she's like, "Well, doesn't your sister charge for that stuff?" And he says that she will get a discount. So that's cool. But yeah. also during this, Mars seems to be the connect to social media. I guess he seems, he's the, he's only, the only person on this series it. who uses social media, I guess, because he's young. Is he the youngest person? Like what the... I know plenty of 27-year-olds who use social media. We use social media, right? I use social media when I was 27. Yeah. So I he, use social media now. <laughs> me too. So he's giving her a report on how her street art is doing. She's talking about her finances and stuff like that. He also connects and is talking about Onyx again, the person who is doing graffiti on top of her work and shows her that he has the spider on her hand that his sister had predicted that she would see hanging over her or whatever. Yes. So I think that that may be what convinces her to go and potentially get this cleanse. Mm -hmm. And now she's with her parents again. and And she's asking for money. Yes, asking for money to help with the rent because she's back in hustle mode. Mm-hmm. Mom says they don't got it. They paid the mortgage. They paid this, that, or whatever. Dad gives her a grip and is like, "This is a loan. No, this is a no. this is a gift, not not a loan." Which is funny because the phrase is usually opposite or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she tells them that she is going. She's thinking about doing a cleanse. Yeah. And the dad gets really preachy about it and is anti. Santeria and all of that stuff. I one thing I took away from this scene was when his mom, when her mother mentioned that he like did drugs. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it makes sense because his man, the way his body moves, his mannerism, he look old, crackheadish. He does, and this actor in these Spike Lee movies often plays somebody like that. that. He yeah, is so good at it. I really, <laughs> I'm gonna have to just Google this actor because I just feel like how you just. I mean, he has all the, like, yeah. If he could do this and this not really be him, why can't Nola just be, like, from Brooklyn? (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh gosh, I don't know. But yeah. This is acting. Yeah. So he talks down the Hug and Clint right. or whatever. And mm-hmm. Lola feels Nola. I'm just changing name. Mm-hmm. Nola feels judged. So she kind of shuts him down. Like, well, right. My experience could be different or some shit like that. She does, like, but also her mom shuts him down too. Because <laughs> he's stupid. Says, you know what? You're full of shit sometimes. <laughs> which I appreciate. But you are really full of shit sometimes. I enjoyed that. We cut back to Mars's sister's apartment in mm-hmm. the projects. And Nola is doing her cleanse. And all the things that are involved in that. I believe that this actor, um, Santana, I believe that she actually is actually is mm-hmm. whatever this person is. Yeah. I don't know what this is called. But I believe that she actually does like Boudoon and is into yeah. this and can actually do this uh, shit in real life. I don't know. I want to say that I noticed that um, I think Nola had on waist beads. Mm-hmm. And then she had a bushy vagina. And I just liked that it was a bushy vagina. That's all. That's nice. <laughs> that is nice. Good for her. She gives her instructions as to what to do when she leaves the cleanse. Nola seems to follow the instructions, which is good. I was a little bit concerned. I was too, because she don't like, listen to nobody. Is she going to be able to follow through? Like, I don't do know. Do this correctly? Yeah, but she did. So hopefully, the way it she all ran away out. annoyed me, though. <laughs> but so yes. we cut to <laughs> Jamie is now in the, what is it? What is this place called? The Hot Spot? Hot, Hot in, in Trot. The Hot and Trot Supper Club. That's Winnie Wins Club. That's where uh, Shamika's butt exploded. And <laughs> we see Jamie going up the steps to see Winnie Win. Yeah. And we immediately know because, of course, we know that uh, Jamie is from Brownsville. It's clear. Uh-huh. He goes in there. He said, What's up, fam? Again, we're supposed to believe that yes. he has some history in the hood. And um, it's all still very awkward. This it's, is an awkward exchange between is. this actor, Lyric Bennett, and even, Fat Joe. Because even his hard. code switching is horrible. Who's? Um, Jamie's. Right, yes. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like It's awkward. It's awkward. Yeah, I don't like it. And I've seen this, I've seen this flow better. Like, in real life. Like, we know yeah. people that yeah. do this. Um, yeah. I don't understand why this is so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me upset. It's upsetting me and my homegirl. Me and my homegirl. All he has to do is pull a Diddy. Just pull a fucking Diddy. diddy. Pull a Sean John. You can diddy. do this. And they didn't cast the Diddy. Right. That's on them. How many of these people we see every day? We know it's people who could do this, yo. Cast somebody who could do this. Yeah. So this actor is from Canada. It's nothing wrong with being from Canada, but this is not working. It's not. I was fine until we were supposed to believe that he was from Brownsville and that he has a relationship with Winnie Wynn. How? I don't know. And when, like, yeah, I don't know. So he's in Winnie Wynn's office and he's telling him that he needs 10 stacks. So clearly he's in there asking for her, asking for 10 grand because he wants to give this no, money to Nola. So and that he wants Nola it untraceable so his wife doesn't exactly. fuck him up again. Because exactly. his wife told him to put that money back. Uh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. So he has this conversation with Winnie Wynn. Clearly they used to do dealings and run the street together. It's implied also that Wynn when is did, older. Yeah. Is older than him. And he did a bit. Right. Based off of something off that. stuff that they they dealings. were involved in right yes 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 so they have a relationship and then it seems like jamie implies He's that winnie gonna... was involved in some sort of child molesting shit oh i didn't get that yeah i'm glad i didn't get that that's good whatever trouble that they got into together when 
took the, the big because right took the fall because jamie was a juvenile and that was their agreement and so like don't throw it in his face now kind of thing mm-hmm. but then he implies that there were other young dudes involved and that the statute of limitations hasn't passed yet it just it seems like a gray area to me it seems like murder maybe that's what it seems like because there's no statute of limitation on murder there's statute of limitation on rape and molestation and all of that kind of stuff okay i i thought he was like i could snitch on some murders so you better shut up and then he was like i could snitch on some murders so you better shut up i knew and then that's what it was i don't know about this I, I wasn't sure no, I wasn't sure of what it was. <laughs> I, it looked I wasn't like sure they were talking about was. bodies. I think I think because of the age thing was in was introduced because I'm watching this and I'm looking at in my head what are men, two men that look to be the same age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I guess I was trying to justify what the relevance of introducing this age factor into it cuz mm-hmm. I feel like there are other ways to say oh I did a bid for you and oh well whatever. I'm you thinking know? the age was why he did the bid. Like, you was too young to be going to prison okay. and blah, 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 blah. So I, that's what I got from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was not thinking that stuff you were thinking <laughs> at all. This is why I can't watch everything on TV. <laughs> okay, because my mind be going all sorts of places. Well, I tell you what, I am relieved. <laughs> okay. I'm just hoping I'm right for the sake of not wanting to go there, to I don't want to go there on either, quite frankly, so that works for me. <laughs> So there you go. Because, no, it just did seem like he had something over his head. Because then he did give him the money begrudgingly. But he just gave it to him and that was that. Yeah. Because, um, honestly, we know the way the justice system works. There's statute of limitations on, like, rape and murder. I mean, not murder. Right. That rape, was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, you're right. You could, like, yeah. Those are bodies. You're right. You're right. You're right. And then Mars runs into Clorinda in the street and asks her to help Nola with money. This is some young shit also, by the way. This, like, the way that they're, I feel like the way that he's, like, talking to her, mm-hmm. uh, asking him, asking her to give Nola money or whatever. Yeah. I just feel like an older guy wouldn't do this. Older guy wouldn't do this. That's the thing. He is younger than Nola, but he's not, like, a baby. Like, they keep mm-hmm. making him like he's a baby, which is right. highly annoying for me. Right. But then it's like, the, are these people friends? <laughs> <laughs> it's who friends? Clorinda and uh, what you call it? I know, I know that Clorinda and Nola are frenemies. That's how I interpret it. I don't have frenemies in my life. Whether I don't either. I don't know. Not, yeah, I but don't they, know. I get the vibe. I can't understand something drastic where I might lose my home mm-hmm. and like I don't like seek some kind of comfort in my friends. Right. That's just seems really foreign to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but they come. They 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 seem like frenemies. Yeah, to yeah, me. totally. Which I think is it's it's um, I don't know. It just makes me sad to see so so much of that when I see women friendships portrayed. Like it seems like most of her friends are frenemies. Here. Yeah, well, we know the show isn't really about women right. and how we. <laughs> right at this stage in the game, it's episode eight. I don't even know why I brought that up. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely right. Really, really is. Yeah, absolutely. So right. Mars asks Clorinda to Clorinda. <laughs> Clorinda Mars asks Clorinda to financially help Nola, to help her. and then he reveals that she is the street artist. Yes, and Clorinda is like, like, "Wait, she's behind what? that? What? That's Nola." trying to think we're talking about them being friends why would that be a secret too but whatever i don't know maybe it's just to push the plot who knows it was to push the plot okay so we cut to nola's apartment she gets home and the she pays her rent she pays her rent right because she gets all this yeah, she's got she her hustles. money she hustled again she hustled that for, money in that little bit of my days. days you can hustle i don't 
understand the struggle, but you know it's your world. I, I can't count your money. I don't know. I feel like if you, I, maybe if she knows that she could hustle in just a few days, maybe it don't matter to her if she hustles. If you could hustle in just a few days, then that means every three days a month. <laughs> You should hustle. You hustle, yeah, and then right. you could chill the mm-hmm. the other days. Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. She pays her rent, which is good. Mm-hmm. And um, auntie landlord, I think she's twenty dollars short. And auntie landlord is like, just put it on next month. Mm-hmm. Stop paying me, like you know, whatever. So it's a good exchange, right? Whatever. Right. She calls up. Oh, auntie landlord tells her that she has a package and it's big. And um, so Nola goes upstairs. Yep. And it is the painting that she sold to Jamie. He sends her the package back and he also sends her um, the 10 stacks in an envelope yep. taped to the back of the package. Yeah. And she opens it and looks at it funny. I don't think I'm going to look at $10,000 like that. What do you mean? I just cursed you out because I said I couldn't pay stuff, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I said, fix it. Right. She is looking at it like, oh, my God. Where would this, where did he get this from? What? Yeah. Oh, like, you said, yeah. fix this. Like, it was just mm-hmm. it's strange. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, that's right. <laughs> like, that's what I said. <laughs> fix better it. Better fix it. So, and... Huh. That's the end of the episode. All right. So we got to have one of these episodes or not? We got to have both of them? We got to have it or what? I will say I will only have episode eight because of the opening monologue. I mean, the opening uh, montage. Episode, was that eight or seven? Oh, yeah, that was eight. Yeah, because of the montage, I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed Greer. Mm -hmm. So that's why I give. I will have, I got to have episode eight. Episode seven was just trash on trash on trash. Episode seven. That's when she ran out on her date <laughs> to go see her Oh, yeah, I can't. No, <laughs> simply off the strength of her pulling that intercom out the wall. <laughs> no, I gotta have, I do have to have episode eight. I really did enjoy that. And it, it, you know what? It made me think. We were actually talking about this the other night. There's so many other things that could have been made into like a series. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You brought up, if he had brought back Mo Better Blues. Yeah, I really think that I would have enjoyed if he brought back Mo Better Blues because I think he's better. Or who, who he's better and whoever just he... Just write about men. Just write about men. leave us out of it. Don't, you don't keep have our names out takes. your mouth. Just just leave us write alone. Write about men. Leave us and alone. And how am I enjoying Greer <laughs> more than Nola? Right. And, yeah. and she's yeah. the protagonist of this story. Even Mars, when he's not um, saying weird yeah. things, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and I suggested um, that instead of making Mo Better Blues about jazz, we make it about a comedian. Yep. And that's it. But you know what? what? Young, they want to pay them other people. They ain't want to pay us. Because right. we just had a great-ass idea. That's a great-ass idea. So um, we have already trademarked that. You guys don't. It's recorded. Don't try and. It's yeah. recorded. Don't try and make that a thing. Okay. All right. So All right. let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Um, Be sure to use the hashtag on Twitter and Instagram or whatever, along with the hashtag, she's got to have it, so that we know that you are talking about these review episodes as always follow us at t with qj on twitter and instagram we are and subscribe (laughs) like comment rate make sure that you are listening to this fucking show and our regular series be sure to check our website t with queen and j.com you can always send us t-mail t with queen and j at gmail.com and we are on facebook and tumblr t with queen and motherfucking j that's it yes that's it all right thanks guys Bye. Over street!
Yo, what kind of fucking game is this, Jamie? Why would you put a stop on that check? Babe, I did not put a stop on that check. Do you understand that that check was not a loan, but a payment for my work? That check you wrote to me was for my rent, my utilities, my food, my sustenance, and most importantly, my art. My art, Jamie. And again, my rent! Insufficient funds? Are you fucking kidding me? How am I supposed to pay my rent? Look, I was barely making it as it is, and you know I'm not fucking moving back in with my parents. I might have to move out of Brooklyn now. Maybe even move out of New York. Is that what you want, Mr. Jamie Overstreet? Mr. Mr. Provider, Mr. Nola, I got you. I'm so tired of people like you letting me down. Letting you down? What is this? Am I your pay-for-play call, girl? Does your wife have something to do with this? This was on me, all right? I will fix it. Why would you say something like that? Well, hear this, Mr. Jamie Overstreet. I want my fucking painting back today, okay? ASA to the motherfucking piece!